Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. Welcome to the Jennifer LeClaire Show. I'm interviewing some awesome guests and sharing personal insights along the way to stir your faith. Hope you enjoy it. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Jennifer LeClaire here. You can see in the spirit. I want to invite you to take the Seer Activation Challenge. 30 days to clearer spiritual sight. I'm going to be on board doing Seer Activations with you, guiding you through biblical entryways and much, much more. You can opt to take the Seer Activation Challenge at tinyurl.com slash seeractivation tinyurl.com slash seer activation. You can also opt to get these three books, Seer Dimensions. You can get Power Seers. This just came out. Keys to upgrading your prophetic vision. And you can get Seer Activations with 101 Seer Activations and a whole lot more teaching. I want to challenge you to see what you've never seen before. God wants you to be able to see in the spirit. Open your eyes to the Seer Dimensions in Jesus' name. Hello, hello, Jennifer LeClaire here, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer, founder of the Ignite Prophetic Network. I'm here today with my dear friend, my family, Ryan Johnson, Prophet Ryan Johnson, and he had a dream we're going to dig into uh, that is very disturbing. Uh, and I remember when he sent it to me before he released it to the public. Uh, and he asked me what I thought of it, what I saw in it. He was praying. A few others were praying into it because it's so astounding. And on the surface of this dream, the dream being about President Donald Trump in China, uh, at the surface of this dream, you may conclude that it means something. But when you dig deeper, when you partner with the Holy Spirit in prayer, when you search the scriptures, you find 
And by the way, when you keep up with current events, you find that this dream means something much more disturbing than what you might think. So this dream dealing with crocodiles, this dream dealing with swamps, this dream dealing with metaphors and symbols that we've heard in the news. And I'm going to let uh, Prophet Ryan share this dream. We're going to bounce back and forth a little bit. And if you have any uh, interesting questions, we might take a few of those. But what I want you to get out of this is in the realm of dream interpretation, one of the lessons I want you to take away from this is in the realm of dream interpretation, things are not always as they seem on the surface. But the other thing I want you to take away from this is the need to pray over what the Lord is showing you. So those are two things I want to say at the out at the get-go, from the start, while you're all signing on here. Remember, whatever medium you're watching this on, to share this, because this is an urgent, urgent dream. Uh, Prophet Ryan, say hello. Tell them how they can find you online, and uh, then share the dream. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Apostle. It truly is an honor to be um, doing this with you on your format and such. And so it's a privilege to be running with you and to call you family. especially getting to come to your place. I was at your place just a couple weeks ago in the dead of winter like that. And (laughs) it is always nice to be in Florida during wintertime. I'm just, that is very nice. But um, for those of you that may not be familiar with who I am, uh, you can, the best way you can learn about us is go to our website at ryanjohnson.us. When you go to ryanjohnson.us, you're going to see all the links on how to follow or connect with us. You're going to see my beautiful wife, my four amazing, beautiful and talented children. And you're going to learn a little bit about us, where we've been, what we're doing. And that's just the simplest way to do it. I'm based out of northeast Alabama, born and raised in this area, but it's not the place I've always called home. I've lived near D.C. Uh, I've lived in North Carolina. I lived in a couple of different spots in Alabama as well. And uh, I'm still seeking the Lord to uh, move to a beach somewhere (laughs) and uh, get away from the cold weather at times. But, yeah, you know, back in September, I had a dream and there was nothing going on on the political landscape at the time, except um, we were bearing down for a hurricane that was fixing to come up through Florida, actually through your part. It was it was headed towards Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and then it kind of shifted and turned a little bit. And uh, there was some talk going on with our government and the government of China concerning some tariffs and trade and, and so on and so forth. And But other than that, there wasn't a whole lot on the political landscape that was kind of stirring up anything to create um, some kind of false reality in this dream. So I have this dream. I wake up in early September, and when I wake up, I'm startled by what it was that I dreamed. And here's what I want, want everybody to understand. Uh, it was not a real long dream, but I knew exactly how the dream was unfolding in the early stages. And then I sought out help in some other areas and stuff, because the worst thing I believe that we can do is try to interpret dreams by ourselves. Mm. Now, I'm not a proponent that we just put it on social media and we get 5,000 dream invitations. But there's people that you're close to, that you have a relationship with, that you can confide in and you can hear uh, some proper insight and wisdom being applied in dreams. And that's one of the things that I was doing. So in the dream, what had happened was I was in Washington, D.C. I knew exactly where I was at in D.C. Matter of fact, again, I lived near D.C. for 
a number of years, worked for the ministry there, had been to D.C. countless times. You know, D.C. can get very crowded and, and you can get lost in D.C. easily. But for the most part, I sort of know my way around D.C. because of the many trips that I'd had. And actually, it's a city that I love to be a part of and be in and so on and so forth. So in the dream, I'm in Washington, D.C., and I'm not too far from uh, the Washington Mall. I'm not too far from the Senate building. And I know I'm not really far from the White House, uh, but I'm on a particular street and there's some steps going up to other buildings and stuff. And and as this is happening in the dream, there are people everywhere, which is very typical of Washington, D.C. And as people were everywhere, all of a sudden there emerged this water coming up from the ground and it began to rise. Now, it wasn't water that was rising rapidly, but it wasn't necessarily slow either. So it wasn't like an an instant panic because of the floodwaters rising, but there was panic a little bit to a degree because water was rising. And as the water began to rise, and it just, it got, you know, foot to the top of your foot, then it get a little bit ankle deep. And you could see people were starting to kind of get concerned about this water that was coming. Eventually the water got deeper and deeper and you're wading in the water and people are genuinely seeing uh, panic and fear all over their face. And people are like, what do we need to do? Where do we need to go? And in the water, all of a sudden, there was this massive alligator. I'm talking about it was just like bigger than what you can comprehend in the natural. I knew this alligator was huge and it was just wading through the water. And when it was wading through the water, all of a sudden it started pulling people down. Now, it wasn't like it was pulling people down by the hundreds, but it was like it was picking people out, if that makes sense. It was very strategic in the people that it was pulling down. Now, in the dream, I couldn't see anybody that I recognized by face, so I don't have any understanding of why it was certain people that it was being pulled down. But when this alligator was pulling people down, they the panic and fear really amped up, and it really began to intensify, and people were screaming. And as the alligator is pulling these people down, there is blood that is coming up out of the water. Uh, you, you know, it's a very violent scene. It's strange to say this because in the dream, it's like I I wasn't really in a panic or a fear in that moment. But in the midst of that, all of a sudden, there comes out of the water a, a giant dragon. I'm talking about this thing is mean, bad, and ugly. I'm, it is a dragon at another level. And it's twice the size of the alligator. And the dragon starts fighting the alligator. And I mean, it is like one of the best battle royale movies that you would ever see between a dragon and an alligator going toe to toe with one another. People are running, people are screaming, they're hollering, and this dragon and this alligator are fighting. And then all of a sudden, this alligator kind of repositions itself. And when it does, it is in a perfect alignment for this dragon to bite the head of the alligator off at its neck. It it didn't like bite the head off front. It was to the side and got it at its neck and it ripped its head off. And when the dragon ripped the head of the alligator off, people went to cheering and people went to, they started hollering and they started giving praise to uh, to the dragon. And they started thanking the dragon for taking the alligator out. 
And I knew in the dream, even though I'm there in the dream, I knew that something about this was wrong. And I started screaming at people to stop cheering the dragon on. Stop celebrating the dragon and what the dragon had done. And I remember pleading with people in the dream. I was like, you can't cheer this dragon on. This is not good. This is not a good situation. This, this, is, this is something that is not right. And people was like, no, don't you understand? It took the alligator out. It took the alligator out. And, and I'm sitting here in the dream and I'm pleading with people, stop celebrating the dragon. And then I wake up. And I'm going, okay, God, (laughs) what just happened? You know, what is going on with this scenario that there's something that is bad wrong with this? So I immediately went into prayer and I I went to the scripture and I, I began to dig out some things because as I can see some of the comments, anytime that we see a, an alligator, we're really, quickly to say, okay, Leviathan. And and I'm not discrediting that whatsoever because there are definitely um, types and shadows and understanding with alligator and how the alligator is Leviathan. I'm not taken away from that whatsoever. But again, there's something about that alligator and I knew it wasn't Leviathan. And the reason I knew it wasn't Leviathan is because of the dragon. Now, this is what I'm saying because when we go to the scripture, Now, I'm going to go back up. The alligator, we can look at Leviathan in the scripture. We can even look at false gods of Egypt and how Egypt, you know, worshipped an an alligator, the Nile River, and so on and so forth. When we go to the dragon, we look in the scripture. There's scripture that talks about in the book of Revelations how Satan himself will come up out of the water, out of the sea, like a dragon. And then also in the book of Nehemiah, it actually mentions a dragon whale. But again, okay, here's, here's, here's where a little bit of we got to be patient in understanding what's going on. The dragon and the alligator fight each other. The dragon eventually takes the head of the alligator off. If the alligator is a Vithan, and let's say that the, uh, the dragon is a type and shadow of Satan, Satan would not ever take Leviathan out. Yeah. Satan yeah. wouldn't go to battle with himself. Uh, so there's something that is not uh, as quick and easy to say, okay, this is Leviathan. This is, you know, this is Satan. There's something more to this. Again, let's go back. This is in D.C. Now, we know that right now one of the most popular statements in Washington, D.C. Uh, with President Trump is drain the swamp. Drain mm. the swamp. That's been a very popular political statement. And people are often talking about that and how he has been one to drain the swamp. Well, again, we have to go back to Washington, D.C. We have to go back to the water. The water wasn't being drained. The water was actually rising in this. Now, this is where if you and, and I want to I say this with pure sincerity to everyone out there. I am not an anti-President uh, Trump. I'm not a big pro-President Trump. I am a let's support and pray and encourage the best we can of any sitting president. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean this is a dream that is attacking President Trump or praising President Trump one way or the other. It's simply letting us know what's going on in a bigger scale of things. Now, so 
when you go back and you look at all that, there's something that a friend of mine, I sent uh, this dream. What I've done is I recorded it and documented the day and the time that I had this dream and what I believe some of this was. And then I sent it out, of course, to yourself. I sent it out to some others and said, you know, what do you think? What do you think is on this? And so after a lot of prayer, a lot of um, going back and forth and trying to understand we're we're getting some clarity about this that now is making a lot more sense. Now, I'm saying all that to say, if you are a big pro-President Trump person, you're going to have a hard time with the, what I'm about to say. So I want you to put on ears that will allow you to receive what it is I believe that God is actually saying. Now, I said that to say... Uh, I've come to the realization that I believe that the alligator is actually President Trump. Now, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that the alligator was very strategic in the dream. The alligator was, you know, wading through the waters and it was pulling certain people and individuals down. It wasn't attacking everybody. It was very methodical in the dream. Now, here's where somebody's going to go. I just have a hard time believing that the alligator is President Trump because of Leviathan and all this other stuff. Well, what's interesting is one of the news articles that had came out before President Trump was ever elected president or before he ever determined to become president, he went to Florida. He was trying to build a casino in Florida down at the Indian reservations. And one of the articles that we came across that was very, you know, in a way, came from the Native American chiefs there in Florida. And they had this massive alligator there in uh, the Indian reservation there in Florida, where uh, President Trump was trying to build the casino. This is back in 2006. And uh, they named that alligator Donald Trump. Hmm. So there's an actual alligator named for Trump. Now, just stay with me just on for a little bit longer so we don't think that I'm crazy. Not long after that, I came across an article where there was a gentleman who had been investigated and, and done some things, and he was counteracting. He was, he's a diplomat for another country. He actually, on record, made the statement. He said, President Trump is the head alligator of Washington, D.C. He's the head alligator of the swamp. And he's on record as saying he is the head alligator that is taking individuals down one by one. And so now all of a sudden, now you have these diplomats from different countries that are acknowledging that there's a high probability that there's this identity that is being attached to President Trump as an alligator. Now, so just stay with me just a little bit longer. When we go to the dragon, there's something that stands out very, very quickly. And that is China. China is often linked to a dragon. It's very connected a lot of times. Uh, the symbol of most Chinese things are usually some kind of mythical dragon Um and th there's this kind of context of this warrior and, and so-and-so so with um, this mythical dragon and stuff. So I have a, a, a friend of mine, we were talking, and he goes, I wonder if it's the year of the dragon. 
And so I quickly looked up real quick um, because if most everybody's ever been to a Chinese restaurant, you know, they got these little paper mats that they put on the table and they have your year. And even though we know there's nothing to it, we can't help but sometimes look down and go, what year were we born? And does it make any sense to us? And so on and so forth. Well, actually, 2018 is the year of the pig. 2019 is the year of the dog. It will not be the year of the dragon until 2024. 2024. Now, the reason that the dragon stands out is a couple of things. First of all, in Chinese um, mythical lore, dragons, one of the powers that dragons have is the ability to cause water to rise. Water to, in other words, cause areas to flood and cause some kind of um, calamity that's going on in its environment for that. So there's water that is attached to a dragon, okay, first of all, in that. Second of all, we understand that the year 2024 is a pivotal year for this nation. Now, I'm saying that to say um, I believe what is structurally happening behind the scenes is you have a nation that is working its way against our current president in a multitude of different ways. And this nation is planning on um, some different tactics. First of all, let's, let's look at what president said. President Trump said on August 29th, he said uh, in an, an interview in a statement that former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had her email hacked by China. Well, here's the first thing to take in consideration. If China did do this, this is a major if, I'm not saying that China did. If China did do this to former presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, what's to say that um, China won't do it to someone else? What's to say that they can't hack into emails by President Trump or uh, Vice President Pence or any other future political candidate or current uh, politician or elected official in the moment. So there's a high probability of that. But um, I go a little bit further. Um, in four weeks ago, Pres Vice President Mike Pence made an, uh, um, um, a statement. It was a documented article in USA Today News where Vice President uh, Mint set, uh, Pence said that they had documentation that China had been infiltrating our uh, elections, that they had been hacking the elections already that was happening in the midterm elections and so on and so forth. They had documentation that China was trying to hack certain servers and so on and so forth. Now, I'm saying all that to say, I believe that naturally this is potentially a political Warning. Number one, that you have someone such as China that could come in and cause this chaos and this issue and this problem around our current president and even those that may come up behind um, the current president. Now, the reason I'm saying that is if the year of the dragon is 2024, that's very interesting because if President Trump goes and wins a second term, his final year is that year. And we have a new elected president in the year 2020, 2024. 
we have a new sitting president. If President Trump is elected to a second term, we have a new president in 2024. So there could be some kind of um, finagling that China somehow does, emails and corruptions and so on and so forth. That's saying that part of it. Now, I believe personally, I believe that there's something a little bit deeper into this. And I believe it's, it's twofold. Number one, let's go back. When the dragon took the head of the alligator off, people began to cheer. Now, I know in certain circles that there's a lot of people that believe that President Trump can do no wrong. And I'm not discrediting you. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not criticizing you. But I do want to kind of bring you to a little bit of a reality. That is unfortunately becoming more and more of a minority viewpoint. There are a lot of people who despise President Trump. They despise him for everything that he stands for, everyone he's connected with, and they despise everyone that is connected to President Trump. Now, I'm not saying that to bash him. I'm just saying that as a reality that there are a lot of people that do not like our current president. And when they don't like him, they'll do anything they can to get the man out. It is, if you go back and you study, the only other president that has heard the terminology of impeachment, of course, goes back to President Clinton over the Lewinsky scandal, and you go back to President Nixon over the Watergate scandal. But there have been more active work of impeachment against President Trump right now than any other sitting president before without a major scandal. What I'm saying in that, he's not well liked. He's not well liked around the world. We have to take that in consideration. I know in America, we want to look around and we see that the red numbers are high, but we have to understand that he is a threat to the world, to the structure of other nations. He's a threat. I just recently came back from three different countries and I would ask people what were their views of our current president. And I'm going to be honest with you, three different nations. I could not find anyone in the church that liked our current president. So there's something that we have to pay attention to that makes people mad. But I'm, we just have to pay attention to the fact that he's not well liked. When the dragon bit the head of the alligator off, people started cheering and I believe that if something was to happen, and I'm praying that nothing happens to our president, I don't want anything to happen to President Trump. But if something was to happen to him, you would have an overwhelming majority of people that would celebrate that. They would cheer that on. Now, my final thing in saying that is I believe what is coming is more than just a political candidate or political uh, manipulation. I believe what is coming is socialism. There is a growing, growing uh, popularity of socialism in this nation. And I believe that if you were to start connecting to the dots, you would find out that a lot of the financial resources are going to be coming from other countries. And I believe other countries are um, helping support these political candidates that have a um, a mandate to make socialism and take away the freedom of this nation. I believe what the dream is saying is this. I believe that the dream is saying that 
there is a nation that is working under the current to take out our current president. Now, I'm not saying that in a life-threatening way. That's not what I'm saying, uh, although we can't discredit that. I'm saying that they're trying to do something that would limit him as an individual, but it would cause this resurgence of popularity uh, to come on the forefront. What I mean is, can you imagine if just say someone rose up and they were a very socialist individual and they came out with documentations that were detrimental to our current president and it just, you know, it totally eradicated who he was and what he was doing. Um, what would happen? You know, what would happen? Would people celebrate um, that individual and that mandate that they carried with socialism in that? So I think there's something that we have to pay attention to. Number one, we have to pray for our current president. Whether you agree with him or not is irrelevant. You have to pray, number one, for their safety. You have to pray that no physical harm comes to them, comes to his spouse, comes to his family, and comes to everyone that's involved. We don't want any physical harm to President Trump. We don't want any physical harm to uh, Vice President Pence and his family or anything like that. Number two, what is being done, whether it is tampering with emails or tampering with political elections, that stuff has to be revealed. So what's being done in secret we need to pray that that stuff is revealed so it will be stopped. Number three, we need to pray that um, our elections are not manipulated, that they're the voice of the people. They're not the voice of anyone else that want to try to make something happen in that, in that application. And the fourth thing that we need to do, we need to really look at what we're supporting across the board. Now, I mean that in the sense of socialism. I mean that in feminism. I mean that in liberalism. I mean that in everything across the board. We need to really understand what it is that we're supporting and why we're supporting it and what it is in this. Because I'm telling you guys, people don't like our current president. And I'm not saying anything to bash the man. Uh, at all. I'm just telling you, he's not a very popular person. And there's people that have wickedness in their heart in order to take him down. And if we're not careful, we, the church, are going to lose our ability to intercede for the right reasons. Because you can be praying for something, but if your heart is not right, your motive is, is disqualifying the prayer side of that. So I believe, ultimately, Jennifer, that this dream is warning us that there is a bigger national picture, number one, of, of, of a different nation. I believe that, you know, President Trump is in some serious trouble. Um, and, and I believe that there's people that are working right now behind the scenes to come out with some kind of damning information. Uh, you know, we saw that with uh, the attempt that, that people tried with um, Stormy Daniels. We saw that with Judge Brett Kavanaugh. And I believe that's still trying to happen. But when you destroy, when you're wicked, let's put it this way, when you're wicked and you destroy what you deem to be more wicked, you got to have a hero. And my concern is, who is that hero going to be? And I believe that hero is a type and shadow of that dragon. They'll take the head off and they'll be cheering and so on and so forth. 
But I strongly believe that socialism is connected to this as well. Thanks for listening to this podcast. You can visit me online at jenniferleclair.org or so into Operation Liberation, our missions arm at jenniferleclair.org slash missions. gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.